0: Is
1: emoji. Hello and welcome to Emoji Wrap, a podcast about all things emoji. I'm your host, Jeremy Burge, and I'm joined today by the person in charge of emoji design at Google, Jennifer Daniel. Hello, Jennifer.
0: Hello. Uh, is anyone really <laughs> in charge of anything? These
1: yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> well, how would you describe it?
0: Uh, I, I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I certainly, I work on emoji. That's. I feel like I like to stay... Yeah, I mean, sounds <laughs> fine. That's great. It's,
1: it sounds better when you say in charge, but I guess there's lots of people that go into all these things. What's your bit? What's the bit that you are interested in or that you actually what? do work on? If people are trying to get a mental model of which part of the emoji space you're in.
0: Uh, Well, you know, um, I guess you could say the design com- aspect of it, and I don't just mean the characters, but the experience in which you... In- interact with emoji. So whether it be a keyboard or um, a picker or a search, uh, I sort of think about emoji from end to end.
1: You, as far as I'm aware, you this isn't, you, emoji isn't in your title as such. It's not the only thing you do. You work in all kinds of I say user experience, is that is that how you wrap this up? Is there any need to term for this sort of thing, or do you, does everybody just move around and do what they want to do?
0: You know, I think people really do like having uh, specific verticals to say that this is their title, and this is what they do because of that title, but I don't subscribe to those, I guess, identity confines, especially in my own job. But, yeah, you could just say that I'm the vp of emoji
1: <laughs> <laughs> i like that i like yeah. how in some companies how people do the thing where they sneakily change their email signature over time have you worked yes. at companies that do this
0: oh, where people sure.
1: they, they, where they, yeah where they do the thing where they'll start off with maybe some official title and then over time it, they kind of just quietly it replace true. it with no that's seen,
0: absolutely that is a story of my career
1: <laughs> just just slowly changing your email signature until yes. you're something else that's i love right. that um, what what I'm looking at here, actually. So for people listening, uh, there's a newsletter that goes with this podcast at emojirap.com and we're going to discuss a couple of topics and articles in there. And the first one that I picked is one. It's in the outline, and it is it basically an interview with you, and it refers to you as Jennifer Daniel, the creative director for Android Emoji, and the author of the above tweet. How's that?
0: Yeah, author of above tweet. I like the sound of
1: that. <laughs> uh, and it's looking at the new Android emoji updates, which are taking place this year. To the yeah. best of my knowledge, I don't think there's an official name yet. It's sort of Android P coming this summer. Is as far the best of my knowledge. And there's support for all the new emojis that are coming out this year. But the thing that people really get into is when you change an emoji, right? <laughs> like the new ones are fun, but for some reason you make any minor change to an emoji. And I'm looking down this article here. A few that you highlighted were the angry goat that's now a happy goat mm-hmm. and a turtle that looks a bit less stoned and the uh, <laughs> sort of wacky, zany face. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, this, is this your doing? Is this ha- How do we get here? How do you get to the point of changing <laughs> those three emojis and the other ones as well?
0: Yeah, I, I guess you could say my signature is a little bit on, on those characters. Uh, I think right now what we're... I mean, you've talked about this at great length, but just when I send you an emoji from my Android and you're using an Apple phone, they just look so terribly different. So there's there's a couple of reasons why to redesign one. One is for that very reason, the cross-platform and compatibility. Another one is just maybe it wasn't rendered the right way initially. Like, if you look at the turtle... He really just looks so dead and sad. And especially if you think about the original Blob turtle emoji, which people loved and revered and were writing poetry about. He was just such a sad sequel to that emoji. So we, we went back and gave him a little bit of life again and brought back some of the spirit of the original Blob emoji.
1: Uh, people did love the, the that turtle, didn't they? What What was it about the old one that people liked so much and i'm sort of looking at it now and i guess to describe it we're on a podcast here which is always a great medium to discuss (laughs) visuals uh it kind of looks to me i'd describe him as an innocent looking he looks kind of childlike is is that what what you're going for here or you just want to make him happy again and and not so uh chilled out
0: innocence is definitely right i think you could say that a lot about a lot of the blob emojis uh the b the original Mm -hmm. b really friendly um And yeah, if you look at all the other turtles now that everyone seems to be leaning more into like some hyper realism and like turtles kind of look like old men and (laughs) our turtle does not look like an old man. Um, But I think he still connotes the same uh, effective emotional. I don't know. um, Meaning that the other turtles may do
1: the one the so the change that sort of got the most headlines at least over here in the UK and possibly in the US was the removal of the egg out of the salad and possibly it was the keyword vegan that <laughs> makes for it, it makes for a very clickable article do you was that the same was that your experience over over in the bay area that you know that suddenly that particular change got more attention than all the others
0: yeah um y- yeah people have strong opinions on vegans Nice. People have strong feelings on eating meat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I'm not, I think the salad is a funny example of just it becoming this symbol for something outside of it being an emoji, that mm-hmm. if you have a strong opinion on any number of factors, the emoji becomes this object in which to either rally around or to rally against. And it also just makes a really easy punchline. Like I, yeah. I was... I did follow a little bit along with what was going on, but eventually did mute it uh, because it was fairly uh, uh, reactive. And everyone wants to be funny online, and everyone—it's so easy to be angry online. So I, I do think that it—it it did was a bit of a what do they call those lightning rods that are very that can attract electricity? Yeah, it, yes. was, it was definitely one of had that sort of momentum and gravitational force.
1: Because you have sort of the one of your crossed swords is now a sparkly crossed sword, but there's no social commentary to make about whether you like a sword to be sparkly or not, potentially. Whereas the egg and the salad people, some people are like, great, here is my time to voice opinions on vegans because it's in the news. And so possibly that's the... That's what's going on there. But but it makes sense to me, right? That obviously, why not? Why not be vegan-friendly in the salad? Is anyone genuinely going to be so upset there's not an egg in the salad? Well, I would say that until you read the comments.
0: <laughs> I, would, I, would, I think there were more pirates, there might be more opinions on the sword emojis. <laughs> ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hmm.
1: Uh, I'm looking through some of the other changes you have here. The upside-down smiley, the whole people were complaining that the gradient... Uh, so, what the old upside down smiley or the current one you just rotated at 180 degrees, and then the new one, what is different?
0: All our little smiley faces have a shadow at the bottom, and so we just gave it a little shadow at the bottom. It's like such a minor design detail, but people really do pay attention to every single aspect of these little characters and as they should, like these are part of our vernacular. They become part of like how we communicate and express ourselves. But yeah, that was fairly, that was one that came up over and over again. So that was a relatively easy thing to address.
1: Uh, So there's one other part that I want to come, come to you, I want to ask you about, which is sort of the representation, there's sort of some gender inclusive designs in there, but I want to get back to that one because I'd like you to tell me about the first article that you chose.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. So the I think it was an Emojipedia article, actually, which was great, uh, but it's a loudly crying face article. So uh, I guess should I summarize the article? Yeah, you
1: don't you don't have to go through the whole thing, but I don't know. Why did you think this was interesting? Was there anything about it that you thought? So it's an article here. I can see it. It's called it's on Emojipedia. It's basically an explainer on the loudly crying face. Uh, which is the the emoji with the two solid streams of tears coming down its face, but uh was there any any particular reason that you thought this was interesting or worth worth bringing up
0: well, sure I mean I think i think the the point of the article was mostly just to address like is there one way to use an emoji is there okay. can you only use loudly crying to express laughter or is it permissible to use it to actually express sadness, and the conclusion is. You can use it however you want. (laughs) And um, I think that's true of all emojis. I don't think that's necessarily unique to loudly crying. And I also don't think that's necessarily unique to just how we use words, Uh, different words. The same word can mean something different in different contexts. And I'm not at all surprised to see that emoji are being used in that same way.
1: And I know this one jumped out at me in particular because there are a lot of angry people, that it started off, there's a, someone tweeted to say that, you know, don't use the, the loudly crying face like this, don't use it to say... I'm sad, use it to say this is so funny and people are really upset. <laughs> there are a lot of people, maybe, I, I guess i would just summarize the replies as mansplaining mostly, saying that <laughs> how dare you uh, <laughs> use the wrong one and there are a lot of, I think the reason it came to our attention is that a lot of people referred back to Emojipedia then to show the Unicode name to say, well, you're wrong, because here's the name of it, it clearly says loudly crying, it says nothing about being funny, so you are wrong, which... <laughs> It's kind of interesting to me, given that we always say there's multiple meanings for every emoji.
0: People love being able to cite evidence as a reason why they're right and wrong. And while that might be true, I don't think that that same... I think that's true, especially in engineering-driven minds. But when it comes to art, things aren't so black and white. And language isn't art. And I don't think people really think about it the same way they think about music or painting. But the way we use words is artistic. And that's how... Slang works, and that's how punctuation works, and that's no different for emojis as well. It doesn't matter what the name is, and that's what the article goes into as well. If people use it for a different meaning, then it becomes that meaning. I mean, you could say the same for the peach emoji it's not called the butt, but it's a butt.
1: Yeah. It definitely is. You're right, and that's that's the beauty of it, right? That if we had to use it one particular way, what? Where's the fun in that? Although, as I say, some people do perhaps enjoy the way that emojis are categorized, and that it seems very neat when you look at them in their categories and with their descriptions and names. That sort of it's comforting to think that maybe they have one description and there's one way to handle it. But even we we can't keep on top of everything. We'll be wrong a lot of the time as well. Where we're describing as best as we can how something's used, but no doubt someone else would completely disagree.
0: But even emojis can be repeated on the keyboard and in different categories. So, like even if it, the loudly crying emoji is organized with the sad emojis, there's no reason why it couldn't be also organized with the laughter emojis. Hmm. Like. Yeah. uh I guess what I'm thinking about right now is what it means to me is that we don't have enough emojis to communicate laughter. If we have to lean on something that was intended to be something different, it to me communicates a demand for wanting to express yourself and using whatever is available. And I would would like to look more into w- why that's being used and if it really is the best way to express it, and if there's other ways to express joy over or sadness um, joy and sadness simultaneously
1: a little uh, slider where you start the slider at one end and it's a, a polite chuckle and, a, and then at the other end it's it's rolling around and, and laughing uncontrollably
0: well, yeah or just a new glyph like a new laughter yeah. glyph you know I, I, I do look I was looking at the keyboard and where this particular character lands and most vendors just take the Unicode font file and just place all the emojis exactly where Unicode says they should go. But Apple hasn't done that. They've organized them on an emotional hierarchy. And it is in the, the crying row, but it's also right next to the winky face tongue emoji. And you could probably come up with some hypotheses around people like, like looking for the right emoji to express laughter, seeing winky smiley face, tongue sticking out. And then looking to the right right of it and seeing something that was more dramatic and it, just feeling like the right character.
1: Right, it's and the so- context. You see it amongst. If you see it grouped, even if it didn't look like it was sad or happy, if it's grouped with that selection, your brain will immediately jump to a conclusion that oh, that must be how it's meant to be used, even if I'm not seeing it that way. I like the second guessing as well that you do on all the emoji keyboards of trying to figure out some of the things like a sport or and especially the activities where, <laughs> you know, there'll be something like a music note, but one of them's a symbol and one of them's an activity for whatever reason. Yeah. And and I guess that adds weight to your argument that maybe some of these should just be in multiple places because it's not clear for anything. You know, maybe a music note does belong with symbols, but also with the musical instruments.
0: Or maybe, yeah, maybe there has to be some more serious audit of like how people are using them. If people are using peach to communicate butt, should it belong in body parts?
1: <laughs> 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 I, I'd, I'd love to see that. I I do not do not see the day that happens, but I, I would love to see that listed there. That,
0: that Shouldn't make that mind. proposal, yeah.
1: Um, I have to say the one other proposal that I think of when it comes to smileys and someone out there, feel free to propose this. Probably, I'd say one of the higher ones that we see now is people wanting a smiling face with a single tear, an actual Uh. tear of happiness that would fit in. We do not have that. We have a single tear and a sad face and a a happy face with a sweat drop. But the actual one, just to say that that's so touching, perhaps, a smiling face with a single tear, we get it suggested all the time. I don't think I've ever seen a, a proposal in the Unicode document register for that but uh if you or anyone else out there want, want want to actually do a proposal for that I feel like that would be a great addition.
0: That's so sweet. I actually I find that very endearing.
1: Me too. And and I guess the the trouble being we have something called face with tears of joy, but that is the laughing emoji, really. So that's that's an that's, extrovert. that's not the, yeah, that's not the same thing at all.
0: I want an introvert. I want an introvert like I am sincerely touched, not like I am performing for you and I am overly excited that you have said something. Yeah, no, I like that.
1: Someone, someone jump on that. I've oh. <laughs> <Because laughs> I got, I got enough in my day, but someone proposed that and I personally am on board. I don't know yep. about the rest. I can't guarantee anything else in the rest of the approval process. Uh, anything, al- <laughs> anything else we didn't cover on this article before I move along? Was there anything else that you saw that you thought we needed to bring up?
0: Uh, loudly crying emoji. I'm trying to think how I use it, but I think I use it for both.
1: For happiness and sadness?
0: Yeah. Without thinking. Mm-hmm. I think that 's what 's great about that character is it that it doesn 't have a singular meaning
1: I think I only use it for sarcastic sadness mm. if i 'm actually sad i 'm probably not using any emojis, or if i 'm sad for someone, I might send them a heart but if i'm but if someone you know if someone tells you something that i don 't know that there's no there's, drinks are canceled tonight or something that you might send them. That one is an overly exaggerated. I'm sad, but I'm really not sad. It's fine. I'm just sending think, it for comedic effect.
0: If I'm like missing out on something or I had a bad experience, mm, I would use the loudly crying. But I think a lot of people might use broken heart. Like, oh, I can't mm-hmm. make it. And they use the broken heart emoji and I would lean more on the the loudly crying.
1: Oh, yeah, to really express, I'm really sorry I can't make yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, uh,
0: yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> well, uh, hopefully that's that's encouraged some people to to <laughs> lay off on the on the tweets when people say this is how to use an emoji. Just relax, everybody. It's fine. There's, <laughs> there's no right
0: way. Anyone yeah. who thinks there's one right way of doing anything is wrong. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> there we go. You're all wrong for being wrong. wrong.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: Uh, so I picked an article here, which is, I've, I picked an article, it's called Deep Learning and Time Embeddings to Predict Emojis. And this is something that, uh, it's some it's some research, basically, analyzing a whole bunch of tweets, trying to come up with some kind of model to determine, are some emojis used particularly at different times of the year? Are there some that are more used in the spring or summer? And I, I don't want to go through every sort of finding in here, but some of the things that I thought were interesting is that they came up with some lists of emojis that really don't change any time of the year they had the the fish and the some of the smileys the laughing smiley's always used about the same amount the guitar the soft serve ice cream which you might have thought might be more of a summer thing but apparently that's an all- year-round an emoji but then they do highlight some that are only really used in specific seasons which things like a Christmas tree in winter or the falling leaf kind of the pretty basic ones that you think people are going to do. and it does make me wonder, are we all so unoriginal that, you know, I think effectively what the premise of this article is, is should emoji autocomplete on different platforms be able to better predict which emoji we want to show? Because apparently we all use pretty much the same ones. Does that sound like you? Is Are you using the same ones that they're showing in this article here or are you all over the place?
0: I guess I would, I would be more interested if people were using, if they were using the emojis to append the same word but differently so if they were using good morning in the springtime with flowers and then good morning in the autumn time with leaves Hmm. but if they're not doing that it just seems like well yes no of course i say good morning in the morning i don't (laughs) say good morning in the evening unless maybe on the phone with someone on the other side of the planet so like Yes, our words reflect our immediate surroundings in so much as anything else would.
1: Uh, so it seems like to me maybe maybe some auto-suggest systems could even just do that. What happens if you type good and in the morning they do suggest the, the sunrise and in the evening if you say good they suggest the sunset? Not that I can actually tell the difference on some platforms.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess I would, I would be more interested in how people are using it unless that they are using it. It just seems like, yeah... On Mother's Day, more people say Happy Mother's Day.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, shock finding here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: sorry. I mean, I mean, we have to be aware of these things in order to create any sort of intelligent, smart suggestions and offering the right emoji at the right time. Un- un- undoubtedly, uh, so
1: it feels like this is the first step in a way. Yes. That there's so much data out there and there's so much going on, but potentially actually digging down to the point where we've got something useful to use is the tricky part. Is that that's sort of where you're coming from here, that potentially yeah. these high-level findings are just mildly interesting, let's say?
0: I think they're, they have to be done in order to do something interesting. You kind of have to start with the obvious in order to get to something less obvious um, in order to deviate from it. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking at some of the emojis right now. I love that shrooms are possible. Pos- more popular in the summertime.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some intriguing, yeah, a few that sort of pop out there and you go, oh, yeah, that's, there's the, and there's some outliers, I guess, like any of these things you've really, got, I haven't looked into their data set and you get some odd things in there. They've got this, the Mount Fuji one showing up in summer. And is that just an example of a small data set that I can't imagine Mount Fuji being a super popular global yeah. summer emoji to send? So. I think like anything, you, 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 we're working off limited data here where you, you, you're trying to come up with something helpful, but in the end, who's funding this and, you know, wh- wh- who has the time to do a, a massive set? I think the, the the sample set of this was relatively small, so therefore, if you get thousands and thousands,
0: you're going to get course. a better idea here. Do you know if this was a, done with, like, Western? Was it in yeah. English?
1: Ah, uh, good question. I know what what they did to filter which emojis to use, I believe they said that they used, they checked for emojis that already had a popular emoji in them. So they because Twitter kind of makes it hard to extract hmm. a random selection of tweets. And I think that's always a, an issue. I did note that maybe that it seems very Northern Hemisphere biased as well, that, you know, that Christmas mm-hmm. features very prominently in this winter, but in Australia where I'm from, christmas is in summer and maybe maybe australians aren't using those you know those christmas tree as much but they still do so yeah I, i think this would be very interesting to see this per country and you really end up with a huge task right The people in every single country use them in different ways probably and at different times of the year
0: i love the per country emoji breakdowns every time someone releases that i am always curious to understand like why norway's Most popular emoji is the bread emoji.
1: Yeah, I love those. They make for good headlines. The the, the issue
0: is, (laughs) I mean, they make for good content.
1: Well, they do, but the thing is, the the challenge is you dig into them, and often they are, you know, it's not saying Norway uses the bread the most; it's saying Norway uses the bread more than other countries. Mm -hmm. And you've really got to look at the threshold then to be like. To what percentage? People often ask me this in sort of interviews and they want to know about emoji trends in our country. And then I look at them from Emojipedia data, which is often fairly representative. It's not the same because it's people looking up what an emoji means or to copy and paste it. But often they do, our our stats do look pretty similar to public stats. So I can use it as some kind of metric and people think like, oh, what does the UK do differently to everyone else? And I look at the top 10 for the UK and the US and they're identical within a percent. So you could say, "Oh, you know, the UK loves the kissing heart more than the US, but does it really, or is it just such a tiny percent that it that it, it's not meaningful?"
0: I see. Okay, so I guess I'm I'm interested in once you kind of you're done with all the emojis that you already have in common, be you know the heart emoji or a tears of joy emoji, like what people are using more than other countries. I think that is interesting. I mean, no, it's if it's marginal, but it, yeah, if it's just like inconsequential that's a different thing but i i do love that canadians use the poop emoji, emoji more than any other country
1: that even is if fun.
0: It, <laughs> that's, like i want to understand why you know why do um i'm trying to think of other of other examples of that but it, I can't think of anything off the top of my head.
1: That's when you want to come up with the finding, right? And then do another study on that specific finding to then find yeah. which, which coast of the of Canada. And yeah. is it are correlated? In if, you're in a, yeah, if you're in a border <laughs> state with the US, does, does it spread over that line there? Or that's, I think, you almost want to go deep, right?
0: Yeah, yeah maybe they're all just stuck in the snow and they're frustrated.
1: Uh, so speaking of hearts, you said that, you know, it would be interesting to know which hearts people use more. And there are a lot of coloured hearts And I see in the list here, you have picked an article, well, more of a link specifically (laughs) about hearts. What have you got here?
0: Oh, so I have a tweet from the account fake Unicode, who is doing God's work on Twitter, calling out how Unicode is rendered uh, and the glyphs that we love known as emoji. And they did this beautiful breakdown of color heart distribution across different vendor implementations and it immediately caught my eye because no one well, there's there's a, there's so many colors on the color spectrum but no one can even agree on what color black is and they have this circle chart and all the black hearts from all the vendors overlapping each other and they all have different variations of what black what color black is I just think that's amazing
1: so, right we sort of got a, a dark black uh a, a, maybe a charcoal and a, gray, a borderline yeah. light gray for one of them almost
0: it's like going to the paint store and picking up different paint chips for your your house i mean if if we can't agree on the color black it's no wonder that vendors can't agree on what loudly crying emoji face looks like <laughs> or, you know a dizzy face
1: Should these all be the same color? Should there be, do do people care? Do people care if their hearts aren't exactly the same shade?
0: I think color is relevant. (laughs) Yes, I do. I think what I, in particular, color means different things culturally, Mm -hmm. but also within the same culture. Red isn't, like if you think about roses, that's maybe a good approximation here. A pink rose is more of like a rose of friendship. Uh, whereas a red rose is a little bit more sensual. And if you apply that same kind of thinking to hearts, if if one vendor is rendering a pink heart with a yellow bow and another one's a red heart with a yellow bow, one is a little bit more aggressive than the other.
1: So I'm looking through, I'm trying to find Google's set in the chart here. It seems like... Uh, so so you, can, you can. How am I going to spot Google? So I see there's some shiny ones which are normally iOS or Samsung potentially, and uh, there's Microsoft ones that have a big thick outline. I guess the Android ones would be the the single shade
0: ones, aren't they? So ours have just like Microsoft. Ours has an outline. It's just uh, not nearly as intense. If you go to the, his second or this account's second tweet, you'll see a grid of ah, yes. nine color charts, go, right. and Google's in the top middle. And so you'll see the distribution is a little bit tighter Got it. than what appears to be for other vendors. But he, uh, the, what they did was they just looked at the red, orange, yellow, green, blue, black, purple hearts. But then there's like 15 other ones. There's sparkle hearts. Yeah, There are like hearts revolving. And uh, I would love to see how different vendors use those because those have some more editorialization to them than these rainbow
1: hearts. And I see, I, I guess the problem with the color wheel as well is that you don't have white on here. And white heart is one of the most popular requests that I can see coming in quite a lot. And, and that's not even on the color wheel. So you have a, a yeah, secondary issue as well. The, it's, in the, it's in the draft list for next year. Yeah, so ma- yeah. maybe there isn't right now, but it does seem to be, I, I guess that that's sort of a missing if you're trying to convey, I'm not sure what, what do you want a white heart for? Purity? Just just to look good?
0: Um, um I would use it if I wanted to say uh um you know when someone kinda waves a white flag? Hmm. Uh, like I would a surrendering. Use it, yeah, like I would use it to surrender to an argument.
1: <laughs> <laughs> huh. I could
0: use a real white flag, I suppose, but maybe there's something a little bit nicer about a white heart.
1: I don't think I use any of the colored. I use the red heart as sort of a sympathy. That's your stock standard heart. But I don't think I really use any of the other colors other than when they're all together to be decorative.
0: No, I think, yeah, I think they're quite popular with the LGBTQT community. I mm-hmm. think they're really popular with teenagers. Uh, I, I I think they're kind of used as a collection for sure. But I have... Talk to a lot of people who use different hearts as sort of their signature. So they'll be in a group chat, and someone is the purple heart and someone else is the orange heart. And they use that to connote who's like their, their identity. So, yes. Um,
1: I do have some friends that have sort of agreed that the blue heart is their platonic uh, yes. sign of friendship that. You know, (laughs) just to be clear that, you know, we're not crossing any friendship boundaries here. I'm not trying to profess my love for you. I just want to make it very clear. I love you, but only in a friendly way that there's nothing else going on here. Blue heart.
0: Don't read into it.
1: Yeah, pl- please. What are you using uh, the
0: heart to begin with if you feel like that's going to be a sensitive issue?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Go with a handshake.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll start doing that. I'll start sending out handshake emojis to, to be like, guys, it's just platonic. It's very business. Very formal. No, n- no, no, no hugging or anything here. We're all all about the handshakes. So if you could reset the wheel, where do we put them? Do we put them in the extremes? Do we put them in the middle? Or what, what do we do here?
0: Well, this is an interesting question I think for like how Unicode sets standards and then it's up to vendors to respect those suggestions but that's what they are they're just suggestions make a red heart and then everyone makes a red heart but they're all different reds and so there's no real accountability to ensure that vendors are doing what is being described in these I guess I don't know in in the new glyphs
1: if you wanted to make the yellow heart green, you could. People would be annoyed at you, but you absolutely could do it. Is what you're saying? Well,
0: well Google did make one of one of the hearts hairy for a long time. If I, I remember that. right, yes,
1: yes, the old uh, the old yellow heart. Yes, I think it was the first color set from Google, so it didn't have a bunch of reach. You know, I don't think that many people were seeing that particular heart because it had just migrated from black and white and maybe the emoji keyboard wasn't on by default. But yes, the the yellow heart that came out. And it wasn't just that one. If I look back, I'm just going to pull it up now. I think all of the hearts had something weird about them, but that was no, just the one that really? stood out the most. I feel like one of them had diamond chase. Maybe I'm misremembering. I'm going to go here. Oh, yeah. Google. I want to see. I, I've
0: been, I should probably talk to whoever designed them. I, I, I've been meaning to do that. and I haven't had the time.
1: So I think it's Android 4.4 in my head was the first color version. So I'm going to the page on EmojiPedia. I'll put this in the show notes as well for anyone else that can see if I'm right or wrong. And I'm just going to scroll down. Uh,
0: to You're the red. hearts. The Here we old go. Yes. The green heart emoji was red, and or pink and orange with sweat marks. <laughs> I
1: know.
0: What uh, is that?
1: So I know the hairy heart became sort of indicative. It became the calling card of what's up with emojis looking different. But you're right, the other ones... Yeah, the the, the blue one here looks sort of like... It's it, it's fine, it's blue, but it's sort of a, a diamond-encrusted blue, and the green one is pink and orange with sweat marks. Huh. It's very odd.
0: That is remarkable. Well, like, that's the thing. I, I don't quite understand this at all, but I do... I think artists can help themselves. They want to, like, have... They want to show... There's something meaning that doesn't have meaning. And I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm looking at it right now. It is really funny. Actually, yeah, but- <laughs> it's a good emoji. Like, objectively, if it wasn't for cross-platform inconsistencies. Oh, it's that's fun. A great It's a great emoji.
1: We don't have many creepy sort of just weird out there emojis, right? They're mostly, they're pretty straight, let's say. You know, there's yeah. not that many that are just like, whoa, <laughs> what the hell is that?
0: A sweaty heart emoji, I would use that to express nervousness, unquestionably. Like, it is a great idea. Sadly, this is what the frustrating thing about emoji is is that you do have to conform. And you lose so much personal expression, or the potential for personal expression when you have to conform.
1: Right, you can't, well, you could replace an existing emoji with a sweaty heart, but... Again, people would be annoyed by the cross-platform things. So what you want to do is add it. And if it's not added to the Unicode standard, then there's no meaningful way to interchange that, unless you send it as a sticker or something else. That's right. Uh, and the other fun thing I liked about the old Android set while we're on that is that, obviously, either there was a directive at the time. This, I presume, is well before you were involved in the emoji set at, at Google, but... The the color red seemed to be banned, so Santa had an orange hat. the The rose was orange. It was sort of, it's very nice. It's a very there's a very limited color palette, and as art, it looks nice. But then you get things that are red, and they just they all show as orange. the The balloon, which again could have been any color, but it's huh. uh, but it's an orange balloon. And so I think it was the version after this where one by one, a few things. Santa, I think, got a red hat after that, and then he got a smile after he got the red hat. Yeah, but- <laughs> I see that. I just like that such commitment to the same style guide that at some stage there must have been a decision. Yes, let's make it look like the system will use these colors. And then you get to Santa's hat and you go, oh, well, sorry, Santa, orange hat for you. We're not doing red.
0: (laughs) I mean, is there any surprise there? I mean, emojis are really just extensions of the brands they represent. And if your brand style guide says to use this orange color, I'm not surprised that designers conformed
1: to their style guide. Uh. Uh, so you, you said you felt, maybe not you personally, but, you know, that the companies, they're limited by what Unicode says or does to some degree, that yes, you can express a particular emoji in a certain way, but there's others that just don't exist. Are there, uh, is there anything that you personally, or you think, I know that what I mentioned earlier is about these, the gender inclusive designs, that they've got the couple emoji that, there's one that's called explicitly "couple" with man and man, and "couple" woman, woman, and there's one that just called "couple," and you've rebranded that to be a, a gender inclusive. Or how would you describe that new character that you've redesigned there?
0: It's yeah, I think I think Unicode calls them gender neutral, right?
1: Yeah, that's the Unicode's uh, go-to terminology for but, anything that doesn't specify a gender,
0: which I hate. I feel like I would call. No one calls themselves gender neutral. Uh, I think I bought some pants that were gender neutral, but it's not (laughs) something that people identify as a gender. But gender inclusive feels probably the the best way of framing it. Although I, so yeah, so we created a character that brings us back to the original intent. I think that emojis had, which was to be non-binary or not to be uh, neutral in some way. And over time they became more contemporary and uh, they're, genders were starting to be introduced, hair was starting to be introduced, haircuts were being introduced. And um, if you look at the original blob emojis, they really were neither male or female. They were just sort of blobs. And with the inclusive characters, I think we're getting, we're going back to that idea that there can be a glyph that isn't necessarily a man, isn't necessarily a woman, it's just a person. And allowing people not to have to think about their own identity or worse, look at emojis and not recognize themselves is mm-hmm. pretty essential to me. I feel like personally, and I, I do feel like it's important um, to Google as well. And so these characters allow you, anyone can use them. And that's sort of the point that they aren't exclusionary. They, they are meant to be for everybody.
1: And it's not replacing anything, which is one thing that I know some people were, I saw some sort of pushback that it was like you were replacing that you can't have a man and a woman, but there's still a man and a woman, right? It's not It's not that there isn't that, you have both now.
0: Correct, right. And a lot of this comes from how Unicode describes things. They say that char- uh, the, the people characters should be gender neutral and to render them as such, but a lot of vendors haven't quite caught up to that recommendation. So... Um, the family emoji that says it should be a man, woman, and child is a man, woman, and child. But mm-hmm. if there's no gender that is uh, detailed, then it should render neutral.
1: And I know people have brought up that the family emojis, are, they they don't generally support skin tones. That There'd be a lot mm. of combinations if that happened. Um, I have had, I heard sort of suggestions that maybe the family should just have a variety of skin tones rather than be yellow that... You look at the keyboard and that every single one has just some kind of different combination. And I don't know, I guess you get into tricky territory with those sort of things. I don't know what you think about this, but I wonder. On the one hand, I like the idea of that if I look down at all the families and I just saw a variety of families with different skin toads or different genders. But on the other hand, that if people start taking them very literally, that this is the emoji with the the light-skinned man and the dark-skinned woman, that if it's different on different platforms, that that would they would think they're sending something specific and everyone else is still seeing a general image. I don't know whether you think that's a, a good idea, a good path to go down or whether just sort of avoiding the skin tone and leaving everything yellow is the, the best option there.
0: Yeah, I don't think you can avoid it. I just don't, I don't. I don't think, like the same thing with gender. I think it would be, it's, it's, a, it's almost a fool's errand to think that you can create a gender inclusive character since gender is on a spectrum and you're gonna get it wrong you're just you are there's going to be no such thing as the right character i think the same we can think about that with the family emojis is that it's you you, you have to get it right uh, but you're not going to get it right because you need to get everyone to agree that th- this is important and that they can they can support it and you, you might feel strongly about it and want to be first but if if you were to support m- that first and it isn't rendering on any other platform then the experience is broken for everybody so you kind of have to make these decisions of when you want to go rogue (laughs) and uh i do wonder in many ways what people's expectations are of emoji versus what emoji is actually capable of Mm -hmm. and if it if emoji will continue to feel modern and contemporary the more it doesn't catch up to how people look and how people feel and how people relate to each other. And I, I think the family emoji is a really good example of something being stuck in the fifties.
1: I think it's, uh, the, when these topics come up as well, there's a temptation people will often ask me things like that, like, oh, why are there no black families? And you'd Mm -hmm. say, there is a technical reason for nearly all of these answers, but it's not necessarily what people are asking. (laughs) And it's sort of that, you know what I mean? And the uh, online discussion is such a bad place for this that often I'll opt out of these conversations Mm -hmm. on Twitter because there's a genuine, you know, there's a very factual reason. And you could say, well, there's no white emojis either. There's no, they're, they're neutral in skin tone. And there's technically a mechanism where people can support it and you can go on and on and on about technical reasons. But for the most part, people don't care. They're just looking at the keyboard and going, huh, why is there nothing like me on here? And I guess that's the tricky part, that discussions can fall into different camps real, really quickly and no outcome results from, from that.
0: Well, that's why you have a podcast, to get into the more detailed explanations uh, of why it's not possible. Because I, 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 I would... I wouldn't underestimate people's ability to understand why it hasn't happened yet. Mm -hmm. But I think what people don't understand is what has to happen in order for it to become reality. It isn't merely just asking why isn't there one? It's saying, how can there be one? How do we Mm -hmm. make this happen? And either directly actively contributing to that in some way or um, pushing it further, just like any other important issue of, of being recognized and being seen in any community, whether it be in in uh, at work or in the law or in emoji.
1: Yeah, and that is, a, and it, it's tricky to come up with the right balance of yes, you can't have everything in the world, but how do you get the best selection on here? And obviously, there's never. It's never complete, right? There's no, there's never an emoji keyboard that anyone can imagine in their head that is completely perfect for everyone. So, just trying to at least get to the obvious things seems like a a, a helpful start, in my opinion.
0: Do you, Do you think that emoji are going to be able to keep up with the modern times in terms of identity?
1: Oh, <sighs> uh... I'm going to have to say no in that having some kind of single list of everything is just not compatible with humanity, that <laughs> I can see emoji being a reasonable representation. I could, I can see a world where it keeps somewhat pace, a little bit behind a sort of a lagging indicator where changes happen in the world and emoji then catches up. I don't ever see a, a time where anyone is where the whole world truly looks down at this keyboard and goes, yep, it's done, we're all happy, we're all, yeah. we're all here. What about you? What, what do you see with this?
0: I do wonder about what the threshold is exactly, and if at what point we can stabilize the number of characters and then interrogate more how the characters work together, whether it be through zero with joiners or mm. ligatures whether it be through the keyboard. Um, But I think there's other ways to improve upon emoji that go beyond just adding more emoji. And I don't think Unicode has much control over that outside of introducing new emoji. So it really is up to the vendors to interrogate that more and think to themselves what the value is and how they can expand upon it.
1: Like like, potentially your gender-inclusive couple, which I know is just one character, but is that sort of what you're thinking, that sometimes you can selectively do one thing or something that you have the power to do and then see what happens, and then maybe do something else?
0: Yeah, I think right now, there's a lot of things, like the long press for skin tone, that's not going to scale very well moving forward the more genders there are, and if people want to add, what if they want to add a color to the the wave, the ocean wave emoji. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I could make that red, then I could use it to describe my period. There, you know, I don't need to make a whole proposal for why I need a period emoji, but like, I would love one that explains a lot about how I feel at least once a month. And if there were ability for vendors to have that kind of flexibility, I think users would find more creative ways of using them. In the same way that if you Combine different letters of the alphabet to make a word, to make a sentence to convey meaning. I think I would love to see emojis do the same thing. Flip them horizontally. Combine them to make something completely new. Um, I don't think we really need another green leaf emoji. (laughs) You know, I, I think it's really easy to make proposals for pickup truck emoji. And it's a lot harder to think about how they're being actually used and how that that experience can be improved.
1: Would you call for a ban on new emojis until you sort out all those other things you just said?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, would I call for a ban? <laughs> I- <laughs> Well,
1: it sounds like that's what you're saying is vaguely stop adding new ones, let's figure out what we've got and how we can use that better or mix and match or modify or come up with other methods. Is that what you're saying or if I misinterpreted it?
0: No, no, I think I think people are, are enormously creative and I would love I love seeing what people use with emoji. I love seeing these amazing collages on Snapchat where people combine like smiley face with peace hand emoji with a cigarette in its mouth. They're all emojis and they're just collaging and they make new ones. And that to me is a really good indication that one, would they use this emoji if it already existed? Maybe not. Like maybe part of it is like being able to make your own is really important to people. And I, you see that with memes and you see that with GIFs and other visual ways of communicating online. And I think if people were to create an, a space for people to make hippie emoji face with cigarette in lips... People would use it. They want to be able to make things. I mean, not everyone is going to invest that much time into crafting these collages. Mm-hmm. But for the people who do, those those people are worth paying attention to as well.
1: And you are one of those people. I have seen some of your <laughs> mixed and matched emoji artworks. Uh, what, what do you describe this as? I, I, know, I know I've seen them before where you've effectively... Uh, done some art with existing Google emoji designs, where you sort of mix and match the eyes from one and the mouth from the yeah. other, or, or, or even more than that. What, what do you do? You have a name for this set or for this art?
0: You know, I heard someone call a ZWJ uh, a ligature once, mm-hmm. and I love that. So they're just emoji ligatures, and I think those are really good examples of just how language is fluid and. I don't know. I, I, I see something that I need to be able to express and it doesn't exist. And so I'll make it. And I don't know. I forget some of the ones that I've made. Um,
1: I know there's oh, like- one. I know there's, a, there's one that where a lot of the different ones cry that you've got. Oh, uh, yeah. Of-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Like, so, yeah, like what if you could combine loudly crying emoji plus sign man technologist and make man technologist loudly crying?
1: Which would be very relatable for a lot of people. (laughs) Both people who are men crying at their keyboards and other people who want to send men crying at their keyboards.
0: Let's make every man cry. What would that look like? (laughs) And it's very different. I mean, you could just say, oh, well, you have loudly crying emoji and man technologist, just put them next to each other. But that's a very different... You feel something very different when you look at these two emojis separately than when you see it combined. And that's the beauty of... Of pictures, is that you? It isn't left up to your imagination as much as words. Words are abstract. If I if I say the word cat and you say the word and you think of the word cat, we imagine very different cats. Mm -hmm. But when you see loudly crying man technologist, we're both seeing the same thing. It's, It's visceral, and I. Do you think the the rate of which people have expectations about the technology they use and their ability to modify it and customize it or hack it? I am actually surprised that we haven't seen more of that applied to emoji. Although I I, I think that's happening moderately now. Um, it'll be happening like a year from now. We I, I would love if a year from now we don't even recognize emoji in the same way we 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 understand them today.
1: how intriguing I'm going to, I'm going to check back in in a year and see, see what that might look like. But in the meantime, uh, we're out of time. Thank you for joining me. Where can people find you and potentially some of those images of yours on the internet?
0: Oh, where can they find me? Don't look for me. Don't find me.
1: just listen, just take it in and and go away.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Just, uh, I am obviously on Twitter, just Jennifer Daniel. Um, that's probably the best way to find me.
1: <laughs> you sound reluctant. You you want to just uh, you want to get on uh, with your life.
0: Oh uh, no! I love actu- I love hearing how people use emojis. I would love to understand more about how people use them. My favorite example is a, a friend of mine told me recently that he uses elephant shoe with his wife. Okay. Because when you mouth the words elephant shoe. It looks like you're saying, I love you.
1: Aww. I I just did it to my... Yeah, Yeah. as you were saying that, I started mouthing it, and I just got to the end of I love you by the time you said the words.
0: I love that so much. And so, yeah. So please do, yeah. yeah. You can, yeah, find me on the internet. That sounds great.
1: And send your elephant shoes another alternative emoji meaning. Yes. And I would like to thank Jonathan Mann for our theme music, uh, Joshua Jones for the show art, and normally right now I would list off the different social accounts for the show, but not today because this episode is going to come out, don't know exactly when, but pretty much right before World Emoji Day, which is on July 17th. So if you don't already, you can follow at World Emoji Day on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and we also run the World Emoji Awards, which has the Twitter handle of at emoji Awards. We'll be presenting the winners to things like Best New Emoji, Most Anticipated Emoji. And we have a new category this year. You might like this one. Uh, it's the Excellence in Emoji Use for people who are creative with their emoji use online. So get out there, nominate who you think is going to be good for that. And uh, thanks for listening. Have a great World Emoji Day, and I'll speak to you next time.